welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and I am so excited that you're here to catch the weekly replay of my laid-back yet very inspiring conversations with other full-time professional artists. The purpose of this series is to show aspiring artists that it is completely possible to have a great career in the arts. And if you ever want to tune in and have your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just check out the schedule over at facebook.com groups slash artist academy every Tuesday to catch us on live. I'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to up-level their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time six-figure art business. With weekly trainings that include step-by-step proven art business techniques, plus painting tutorials from yours truly (laughs) and other guest artists who are masters in their field, you will be well-equipped to learn and grow into the highly skilled and highly profitable artist you know you're meant to be. I've figured out what it takes to build my own six-figure art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. It's not hard, but it does require your time and dedication. So if you're up for the challenge, go to advancedmember.com. That's advancedmember.com to learn more. This week's episode features Artist Academy Advanced Member, Mandy Tardiff. So, in the advanced membership, some weeks I'll do an artist spotlight where I bring one of the members on live with me. It's not as scary as you think, but they go live with me. So we go live together and I ask them questions or they ask me questions and it's usually because they have a specific struggle that they're going through so they need a lot of advice or something. But in Mandy's case, it's because she has an amazing story to tell. So I asked her come on live with me and share it with you. She has been through a lot in her lifetime so far and has come through it better than ever. Mandy shares about how she used to be really shy, like painfully shy, and you would not think it by talking to her now. That's just a little bit of her story. So despite all of what she has gone through in her past, and she's about to tell you all about it. She's so open. I love it. She is truly seizing the day nowadays. I invited Mandy to share her story as a hope that it inspires you and gives you that extra push to get through whatever it is you're going through right now because we're all going through something or will at some point and Mandy is a great example of someone who is seeing the positive in everything and she explains how that has changed her life for the better. So let me know what you think about this week's episode with Mandy Tardiff. And so you can tell a bit about your story. I know like we've talked a while um, for like a while on the phone while I was driving a couple weeks ago. But uh, I would really like to just kind of focus on just tell about your story a little bit. And then we can talk about just I because I want to emphasize on like if someone's like going through a hard time right now, it's like are you going through a hard time? Like, I, like there, it could be worse. You know what I mean? Relative. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'll try to make it like a nutshell version of it. Yeah. Um, okay. So 
Gosh, I've been drawing since I was three and always loved art, gravitated toward it naturally. My parents put me in art lessons when I was seven, um, but I was like super insecure as a child. I, um, I'm not sure why, I was just really insecure. And I was drawing a little bit here and there, but I never felt like I was good enough. I was always comparing myself to other artists, never feeling like I could measure up. And I, I remember there's this a show called Star Search. I don't know if you've ever heard of it with Ed McMahon. Yeah. And you could go on there and you could sing. And I so wanted to be on that show, but I was just, I don't know, I was the type of child that looked at other people and thought they're just different mm. and I'm not like them. And they just have this like thing where they just are amazing or something. So I never aspired to, or I never like went for things. Um, but anyway, I was pretty known for my artistic talent, winning awards and such. I did go to college for graphic design. I did not know what that was. In <laughs> fact, this was back in 1994. And the reason why I went into graphic design was because I thought it was the only way you could make a living as an artist, even though literally I didn't even know what a graphic designer was. And back when I was in college, this is so crazy to think of, but it was like right when the internet started and we did not do anything on the computer. We did everything by hand. So I graduated from college. It took me a while. Um, I got into some addictions and such, which really held me back for many, many years. In fact, um, I, I'm pretty open about this part of my life, but yeah. it's it's amazing that I'm alive. Let's just put it that way. Um, but nonetheless, I graduated from college and then I was just sort of lost for a long time. Um, kind of drew here and there, but just really, really in a dark, dark, dark place. And I it got darker and I, I really didn't even know how to get out of it. I mean, I had a severe eating disorder where I almost died. Um, and then in... June 6, 2006, so 666, very interesting date. Uh, my life changed like so significantly and it was a culmination of things and I don't really know why it was on that date, but I just got to like the end of myself, I guess. Uh, there was a progression of me like knowing that the, there's more and, but I don't know how to, to get there because it's this groundhog day every day and I was just so like bewildered at my inability to like get somewhere, get traction and literally not knowing what to do. So I just fell to my knees this one day and I just was like, I don't know what to do, help me. Actually, I was crying and screaming. Um, and then I ended up getting into a 12 step program and I got sober on June 6, 2006. So that's what, 14 years ago? Yeah. Um, when I was 29, and then um, I actually got into a program that helped me with my eating disorder. And so it's been an amazing past 14 years. Like, I can't even tell you. So there's been so much healing that is beyond. And art is just, I'm just so grateful for the blessing of art. And I remember like the first drawing I ever did when I was sober was a butterfly. And I find that significant. I wasn't a conscious thing like, oh, I'm going to draw a butterfly. But now looking back, I'm like, isn't it interesting? I do the most beautiful, colorful butterfly in the style that I didn't even know that I had. So you look at the artwork before and it was still fine, but it was like I was copying people's artwork. I didn't know what my own style was. I was copying Mickey Mouse and all that. And then you look at my artwork after 
and it's so different and it's just been this amazing progression of more color and more vibrancy and more like finding my unique style and um yeah so when i got sober i i just took a job as um this person who ran a chiropractic office and then i ended up losing my job because of the severe pain that i've been in for a long time which then led me to say you know to kind of being like shoot i need to figure out how to do this artistic thing full time it forced me into that place because i wanted the security of a paycheck or i just thought it wasn't possible because of the messages that i had heard my whole life artists can't make it starving artists all that stuff but life literally forced me like you can't hold a normal job because of your pain so I was like, all right, what am I going to do? And pretty much like two weeks later, a friend of mine uh, called me and said, can you babysit my kids? And I was like, sure. And they know I love art. So they said, hey, we just got this face painting kit. Can you paint our faces? Up to that point, I had painted paper, walls, you know, everything, but not people. And so I was like, yeah, I'll paint your toes and your feet and your face. And I loved it so much. It was just amazing to like paint on this live canvas. Then a couple weekends later, I actually painted for a birthday party. I actually made a little bit of money. And then after that, another one and another one. And, and since then, I painted thousands and thousands of people. I got into the world of body art. I was actually asked to go on a television show called Skin Wars. The producer reached out to me. Uh, that door is still open, which is incredible. But that form of art, now looking back, because a lot of life is like looking back in hindsight, I'm like, wow, like that art form is so healing. To be in the presence of another person, to really see them, to really just pay attention to like their body, their movements, and the colors that I would feel vibrating from that person and just paint something so beautiful on them. Then they would look in the mirror and it was like they were finally seeing their glory and beauty for the first time. It just, their insides like came out in this bigger way. And it was just like a, it's just like a very interesting spiritual experience to paint someone and to be painted. And I spent many years painting myself. I started a YouTube channel. And so I, I spent like, I mean, we're talking like someone who was so severely um, addicted to alcohol and drugs and so bulimic and in, in such insecurity that it goes beyond what I can even describe and articulate. So this art form, like it just helped me build confidence. It helped me like I would just paint, I would just paint myself and transform my body into like a tiger or a leopard in these ways that people look at, they're like, how did you paint that on yourself? How did you? And I'd be like, huh, I never thought about that. Like, yeah, that probably seems kind of difficult, but like, I don't know, it's like, it's like easy. Yeah. And I'd, I'd wear this like leopard, you know, thing on my face and then I would take pictures of myself and then it's like something on the inside started to come out more and more like bit, bits and pieces of my personality and my depth and all this stuff like looking back. It's just interesting. So I did that for a while, but then it's been interesting to um, be a, a single woman in living in California. It's expensive. It's beautiful here. It's expensive. And to make a living full time as an artist and having as much pain as I have on a day to day basis. I mean, like right now, my whole right side is just burning. It's I'm always in pain. It gets worse every year. Um, and to manage that and to keep a smile on my face, it's, it's really difficult. Um, so 
I've had to have all these other jobs and try to somehow make this work so that I can keep every day, like doing all the things that I need on a given day um, to fill my soul, like having connection with people and, and make sure I'm exercising and eating well and sleeping well and just having like balance in all areas of my life and having my foundation intact um, first and foremost and then trying to make a living and have creativity and um, so I've taken jobs as a substitute teacher which is fantastic because the kids are busy doing their work and I wrote a book while I was substitute teaching so I was able to be creative make money and then you know create something while I was working and making money so just trying to be like strategic and wise about all these different ways of like how can I have my fundamentals in place and still make a living um, and keeping things in balance. So anyway, there's so much, but I was thinking I, body art's just not a way that I can make money full time. So a year ago, I was like, maybe I could paint canvas paintings. Um, and so I approached one of my really good friends who happens to be a gallery owner. And I said, hey, how does a canvas painter make it? And she said, well, start by creating a body of work, at least 12 paintings. And so I was like, okay. So that was like my goal, paint 12 paintings. I had no idea what these 12 paintings were gonna be, but I knew I wanted to paint 12, I needed to paint 12 paintings. And at that time I was witnessing this, these artists on Instagram who were painting uh, portraits, painting people, painting women. And there was this thing going on in the inside of me, this liberation finally out of all this dogma and religiosity and uh, just all this programming, social programming, cultural programming, like, again, in hindsight, I see it now, but like, there was this release and liberation that was going on inside of me. And there was no words to describe what was going on inside of me, except in order to express it visually as an artist, I was like, I need to be able to paint people because then I'll be able to take what's going on in here and put it on a canvas and then be like, that's what's going on in, for me. So my first painting was, I called it Divine Liberation and it's a woman, she's just looking up and there's swirls and color dancing all around her. And it's literally like her soul is just coming alive. And that's when I started stepping into like my femininity and me as a woman and like being powerful instead of being so meek and so shy. I was so shy. I couldn't even leave the house for more than an hour. I was so scared of life. And we're talking like only like a couple years ago. That is not I, like how you are now. That's oh, like, it's, it's I, amazing how much I have changed. It's yeah. incredible because people will say stuff to me. I'll be like, you don't even understand where I come from. This is a miracle. So, um, so I painted that painting and I was like, maybe I can paint people because I didn't think I could. So then the journey of these next 12 paintings is just, I call it the divine liberation. And up to that point, I had been single for 14 years. I spent that entire time of sobriety. Like I need to just be away from relationships and men and concentrate on getting to know who the heck I am and loving myself. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, and I like literally like, no men, like not talking to them, being super afraid of them. That's a whole other story. Um, but this time when I was painting these paintings, all of a sudden, all these men come in my life. Like I start meeting men, men are coming up to me at coffee shops. I'm like, ah, because I'm something, something on the inside is happening. I must be giving off a little bit more of an openness. I must be giving off some kind of 
approachability, not that I was a snob or anything, but I was just closed down and very fearful on the inside and just scared and I did not trust myself. But I was starting to learn to trust and I was starting to learn to like open up. And hence I'm like, guys, men are asking me out. Like I, I haven't been asked out in 14 years. I was like, ah. And so it was this journey of first meeting a guy who was very, very abusive. And I, I saw like, wow, I, I am now as a conscious adult woman now very aware of what is going on and I gravitate toward unhealthy things. And that's my normal from where I come from. But now as a conscious woman, I am going to be able to use my voice and walk away consciously aware, awake. And my paintings helped me because it was very hard because I got entangled with this man. Um, it was very confusing. Why is he being so mean to me? All I want to do is just be nice and love him. And that yes be nice but sometimes from a distance um and so anyway i painted these paintings and each one was a woman and I, one of them was called bold so while i was painting that i was like learning how to be bold one of them was called royalty i was thinking about what if i was royalty would i allow myself to be treated like this and i would paint it crying my eyes out literally bawling wanting so badly to like why is it so hard for me to to like take care of myself why do i settle you know all this stuff and so these paintings walked me through a journey this past year and now fast forward to a year later i am a such a new woman like i can't even believe it i can't even believe it the the men that are in my life i'm not dating anybody or anything like that but i'm just saying like friendships they are beautiful like these men see me for my talent my value my depth my creativity they um, encourage me, they support me, they love me. It's amazing to not be afraid of men and to trust them and to trust myself and to, I'm dancing, I'm singing, I'm working with this gentleman, we're working on a music video. I'm like, I, I mean, there's, there's just so much. My life has just went, but it's kind of like bamboo. I heard this story once that bamboo, um, for the first five years of its life, you can't see any growth. But then all of a sudden, and it's, it's growing, but extremely minusculely, if that's a word. <laughs> um, but then on the fifth year, it shoots up like 10 feet. And so that's what I feel like is yeah. happening. Like, like it might have looked like, I don't know, I just, what have I been doing for the past 14 years? I've been healing on the inside in so many ways. And then now it's just like, because my foundation, my roots are just like, like super like deep, you yeah. know? Yeah. I've been concentrating on all that stuff. So anyway, there's so much more. <laughs> I love it. I love it so far. That's, that's so good. That's so out of the ordinary too. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, I love to get you on. Cause I was that's like, me. I haven't heard, I haven't heard a story like this in like a while, you know? And so I think yeah. there's something to be said for someone who has went through so much and it's coming out the other end, um, smiling, you know, like mm -hmm. doing so much work doing so much work. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. So just keep talking. <laughs> um, yeah, so where I am right now, I um, so a year ago, exactly, um, I went through like that process with um, my paintings and um, my friend, I was just, I was just torn up on the inside. My heart was hurting so bad. And my friend just said, Hey, come, come to a workout class. And I was like, okay, She's like, you'll feel, you'll feel better. Like, just come and move your body. Just come and sweat, you know, just, 
do something good for yourself. And I was like, all right. And so I went to her workout class and I have been going ever since. And about six months into it, because it, it just was like, this feels so good. I'm not doing this for the reasons I used to. The yeah. reasons where I was, you know, had a severe eating disorder because I thought, oh my God, no one will love me if I'm thin, blah, 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 all that stuff. I was just working out because it just, felt so amazing to start my day with that. I was like, I never thought I was going to be a person who got up at 6 a.m. and worked out every day. Like, <laughs> incredible. And then if I skipped a day, no big deal. There's yeah. n There was no perfectionism and like, oh my God, I didn't go. It's fine. I eat chocolate. I eat bread. Like, whatever. Balance. I'm not doing it to try to bodybuild. I'm doing it because it just feels so good. And I was diagnosed with osteoporosis at the age of 40. I'm 43 now. Um, because of all the drugs and all the stuff I did, you, you know, to myself. You look so, good for your age. Like, yes. I would not expect 43. You should have seen me. Oh, my gosh. In fact, on my website, under the fitness page, I put, like, a transformation picture. Like, yeah. this is what I look like at 29 when I first got sober. And this is what I look like at 43. And you're like, wait, shouldn't they be the <laughs> other way around? Yeah. It really is like, wait, fountain of youth or something? Um, yeah, so I, I worked out and about six months into it, I started noticing such significant changes that I was like, I want to become a certified personal trainer. And I went and researched and um, asked a bunch of other trainers what's the process and what's the best kind of accreditation. And so I went with the National Academy of Sports Medicine. I don't even know how I passed this test, but I passed it on the first try. <laughs> and like, I got the certificate. And now I'm tomorrow, I'm actually teaching three classes, one at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., and 9.15. Um, and, and then the same thing on Thursday, the same thing on Friday. Um, I teach, I do like a bubble, I call it the bubble boot camp out in the park because I prefer to be out in nature and just, just using like, like, you know, benches and, and the um, swings and ladders and things like that. And uh, yeah, so I do that on the weekends and that's just been another part of my life that I just never thought I'd ever see myself being a trainer. And I keep showing up. I keep like saying like, okay, like you asked me, hey, do you wanna come on live? I'm like, okay. Yeah, like I'm, I'm scared it. of shit. Like scared <laughs> of shit. Yeah. So, but don't even, don't even let myself even think. Don't You're doing even amazing. Do just, just, you, just you say don't yes. look scared. You don't look scared at all. I was like, oh, she got this. I'm freaking hot though. It's, <laughs> nine, it's 96 degrees here, dude. Oh my god, it's so hot. But Great. just like pushing through that fear and like. I've become, instead of addicted to drugs and alcohol, I've become addicted to like finding out what I'm capable life. of. Life. Like, yeah. Yeah. Life. Living. Living every single day. And I, I don't know, like I'm in so much pain every day that it's maybe, how do I want to explain this? That I should be heavily addicted to drugs, like, yeah. like uh, painkillers. I, I should be because uh, it would be nice to just take an edge off of the pain just a little bit just for like a minute mm -hmm. like ah uh, and ironically actually working out is when I feel the best I was gonna running, yeah running hiking jumping jacks I mean people are like wait you have pain but yet you can work out I know it's weird yeah. and when I'm moving my body and I'm dancing oh my god I love dancing it just it just free flowing it feels so good but still nonetheless I do live with a lot of pain and I'm just grateful that I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why I have the attitude I have, but I'm like, fuck, 
Sorry. No, I'm like, I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn, I'm going to turn these damn lemons into lemonade because yeah. what else am I going to do? Like, yeah. I don't, I am not willing to go back to that dark place. I have seen darkness darker than any black. I have seen it. I have been there. I didn't just fear things. I like, I was fear. I wasn't just anxious. I like was anxiety. I was so freaking lost for so long and yeah now now I'm not so oh and then so the certified personal training thing is going well and people are just like you're amazing I would take your class any day like like you're so good at this I'm like wow okay um, yeah I guess I found another thing and then now taking it to like life coaching and um you know there's just so many things that I've been freed from and so many things I've been through and I'm very grateful. Um, maybe I'll wrap it up with this, but I remember 14 years ago on that first day of sobriety and, um, I actually was on my knees, um, kneeling down right next to my bed and I was overcome with this gratitude that like, I am not going to hurt myself tomorrow. Like, I can't believe this. Like I, I'm done. Like, I'm just done. I don't know why, but like, I'm done with that life. And I just had this knowing of like, I'm going into this new life. And, um, and I remember thinking, I'll go through anything. Anything I need to go through that's hard, I can go through it without that other stuff that I used to do hurting myself. I don't need that extra pain. If it's pain and uncomfortable and it's getting me somewhere, I'm growing in it. My person, like my, the perseverance is helping me grow. My character is being built in that pain. I will take anything, but not this other pain that was just getting me nowhere. It was just like a merry-go-round. So I remember thinking, I will go through anything. In fact, I want to, because the best thing I could ever hear is a person across the table from me saying, Oh my God, you get it. Like you get it. I'm like, yep, I've been through this, 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 all the hard stuff, not fun while I was going through it, but I do know what you're talking about. Like to the nth degree, yeah. I can empathize. I can connect with you and I will sit here and I will listen. And then I will also just let you be in your space because I get it. it doesn't ha change doesn't happen overnight. I will accept you as you are, but I will say to you, there's a way through there is a way through and in this space that you're in is even there's beauty in it. If you can see that, if you can see that there's a way out, that there's something here. Um, so it's just a cool thing to be where I am now though. <laughs> Not like where I used to be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's so inspiring too. I love this group because like my thing, my thing is like your thing. I'm like, I just want to inspire you. I want to do, I want to make you guys mm -hmm. do the hard things. And so I was like, you're a perfect addition to this group. You're you, like, and I love it. Cause like, I feel, I really feel that like vibe of like you attract what you put out, you know, and yeah. I think you are a great example of that. I was like, I'm attracting her because we are similar mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. And I had an instant, I'm not to go into it, but I had an instant in college and when I was dating a bad guy and just like, all, just life was just going downhill and I could see how someone could get that deep. And mm. I ended up turning it. And I, I remember one night I was just like, no more, like I cannot do this anymore. And so, but I saw 
like how so how someone can go that deep down a rabbit hole and just their life is just just shit for a while you know or ever mm. and I was like mm-hmm. nope and he is not doing well and but I was mm. like nope I am getting out of this and I am like just living life and so I can kind of like see you what what you yeah I I get it yeah. not not to the level you do well but... thank god you don't need to. yeah right <laughs> <laughs> right right but it's so inspiring to hear that and I'm just talking about like like we were saying in the beginning getting you on here just because like I think a lot of people are like well like life is hard I'm like but do you have chronic pain every day <laughs> like do mm. you uh, deal with this kind of past like do you and so getting you on it like, on here is just kind of like a hopefully it's inspiring yeah <laughs> yeah to just be like dude it doesn't matter like any chip against you you can start with yeah. nothing I mean talk about oak tree like it's just a seed and then it turns into a big oak tree like the lower you go the higher you can go sorry mm-hmm. to take over what you're saying oh yeah you're good. Mm-hmm. yeah hopefully it's inspiring because you know it's relative too. like if I I don't know whatever anyway yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's all it's all relative for sure but yeah, yeah, I think this, I think this will be inspiring and you're hilarious and you did great. <laughs> like you did really good. Thank, thank you. Thank you <laughs> yeah. for having me. And just thank you for you. You're, yeah. you are just magic. You really hey. are. You are amazing. You inspire me. You do. And you inspire many other people. So Thanks. I'm grateful to know you. you're so giving and you're just, oh my gosh, you are just legit. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm. I, like it's nice to hear that every once in a while too because I'm like just putting mm-hmm. stuff out there and I'm like I don't know if people are enjoying this or whatever and so it's nice yeah. to get that feedback as well you're very but you're doing happy. it yeah you're doing it yeah. that's the cool thing a lot of people don't do it they don't take that first yeah. step but you know you're doing it and like yeah where the chips lay, fall um is where they fall but people are people are being inspired and I need to tell you I I try to make a point to either text people or call people or message people just to say like you know so many times you think it like wow thank you but like yeah if we all didn't say it then that person is like well shit am I making any kind of a difference like yes you are but we're all keeping it inside you know yeah yeah just just say it that's just say it that's so good yes you're right Okay. I think All right. You gotta go do your live and yes. um, thank you. Thank Thanks you. For having me. Have a good night. This episode is sponsored by the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, a program for artists who want to uplevel their art game by taking it from a hobby or a side hustle to a full-time six-figure art business. With weekly trainings that include step-by-step proven art business techniques, plus painting tutorials from yours truly and other guest artists who are masters in their field, you will be well-equipped to learn and grow into the highly skilled and highly profitable artist you know you're meant to be. I've figured out what it takes to build my own six-figure art business, and now my heart is set on teaching aspiring artists like you to do the same. It's not hard, but it does require your time and dedication. So if you're up for the challenge, go to advancedmember.com. That's advancedmember.com to learn more.
If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am at art by Andrea Earhart. I will then promote your art on my story and tag you as a little thank you for helping me grow this podcast and our Artist Academy community. I have a reach of over 50,000 on Instagram. So this is a little help me to help you incentive. Also, if you ever want your questions answered in real time by myself or featured guests, then just hop on over to facebook.com slash groups slash artist academy to check out the schedule every Tuesday to catch us on live. I'll see you next week.